Hey, what's going on? Greetings and a good day. Welcome to the latest, and uh, I'm going to assume greatest edition of Birds All Day. Uh, my name is Drew Fairservice. We are here talking about your uh, Toronto Blue Jays. We, of course, being me and... Uh, old Reliable. Old Reliable Andrew Stoughton. Mr. Stoughton, how are you? I'm alright. You're well? I'm well. I'm reliable. You are well and reliable. Yeah. Although I'm sure that your editors would maybe argue otherwise. Uh, well, let's not talk about That's that. That's not unreliable. <laughs> I'm, I I get done what needs to get done. Reliably, just slightly delayed. Yeah. I'm like that. It's okay to be that way. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I mean, it's okay. For me, you're not late until you're late. Yeah. And and anything that's bef- anything that most people would consider on time to me is early. And there's yeah. no sense in I being I tend to early. agree with that. I saw a bullshit thing on... Someone posted on Facebook this week that people who are chronically late or just optimists is what it is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, you know, we're just we're ta- we we think we can manage our time better. We have really great expectations of everything and everyone, and uh, just we end up being late all the time. Uh, <laughs> the best thing about that, of course, was the comments, which was just a litany of people like, "No, you're fucking rude, assholes. Fuck you for for you know wasting other people's time and not valuing people's time," which might, they might have a point. Nah, not really. I be- I got better. I used to be really bad about being late for things, going places when I didn't really have anywhere particular to go. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll come by at like nine thirty, and I won't. I'm not late until nine thirty, which means I probably haven't started getting ready until nine thirty. Yeah, where it's like, oh well, now I should, you know, if it's eight forty five, by the time I get ready and get going, I'll be there, no problem. Yeah, by nine thirty, but at nine twenty five, I'm like, <laughs> I should probably get in the shower. I'll make it there by ten. That's I, not a big deal. That's barely late. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, to a bit of an extreme sometimes. Uh, I don't know. Most people are used to it now, so. Exactly. Many people are now surprised if I'm on time, so I can't let that happen. Uh, you might not have noticed that we are avoiding, at all costs, talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Because that will uh, end in tears. And yep. it'll end in tears. Like so many seasons. It's not going to end in tears, and I was—I <laughs> should wait for this because I'm, I'm. The whole long-suffering, frustrated fan thing. I'm not here to tell anybody how to sports fan, but if you're going to play the this fucking Bill Simmons reverse penis measuring, my life is woe because of my sports team isn't successful enough. Do it on your own time. Don't come to me. Stay out of my mentions with your. I'm I'm so frustrated. <laughs> Fuck 22 that. years, man. 22 years. 22 years of you literally doing nothing but watching sports. <laughs> yeah. And 22 years that mostly have nothing to do with what is happening right now. It can't really be connected to the people making the decisions that you're getting so upset about and ev- evoking this 22-year hurt that you have. It has nothing to do with that. It's it's fun to watch a more a winning team. It's fun. It's um, unbelievably fun to see your team win and to hoist the trophy or the MVP or whatever it is over I the head. Know. But Jesus Christ! Yeah, a little bit of perspective and just maybe not being miserable. Don't be a miserable piss baby when your team is fucking three and a half, four games out of first place in their division. That seems reasonable. Hey, don't be a miserable piss baby ever. Mm-hmm. But especially, don't just yeah. It just drives me nuts how people wait. They lurk and wait for the opportune moment, like, ah, oh, now I can be a piss baby. It's like it's like that's the conversation that's going on in their head. It's like, oh, Jay's Jay's lose three or four in Chicago. 
Now I get to be a piss baby about it. Like, who can I who can I share my piss baby with? You know, with <laughs> piss babyness with? Oh, it's Drew and Stoughton. Let's tweet at them like a piss baby and see how they react. Let's soak the world with our piss. Yeah. When really soaked in piss, Drew Hutchison has that market cornered. <laughs> Look. Yeah. The. It's important to remember that the Blue Jays have the very best, the preeminent offense in the entire major leagues of baseball. This is true. And depending on what you believe about the truth or the veracity of uh, Kevin Pillar's ability to be a league average hitter or slightly above, or Devin Travis's ability to like never ever get out or any of that stuff, that offense is not going anywhere. It's not a mirage. And even There's a bunch of really fucking good hitters. And really good players. Yeah. There are some very, very good players that play for the Toronto Blue Jays, which means they will be well within what they would call shouting distance or striking distance, or they will be playing meaningful baseball at some point in this season. Especially if they get the piss-covered folk off the mound and replaced with someone, you know... Who isn't wildly inconsistent? Is he? That, is that the one you're you're taking out? I don't know at this point. No, I, I wrote something about it about you know he could. Well, I just, this is still the intro. Okay. Save it. Right, okay. Let's, so let's. probably not. I'll say I'll say that probably not. Let's shut down the introduction here with, of course, our sales pitch after we've insulted you and called you a piss baby. Uh, Most people aren't piss babies. Not, the people who listen to this aren't piss babies because the people who listen to this are good and saintly individuals yeah. who. Uh, in great numbers, have headed over to patreon.com slash birds all day to support this podcast, to keep this enterprise, which has very high overheads, keeping it running by making a contribution through the website uh, for which we are eternally grateful. So thank you very much for everyone who's done that, who's headed over to Patreon and uh, and supported us. Uh, thank you to everyone who is who has uh, subscribed on iTunes and who, of course, Rate and reviews the podcast, which uh, they tell us is good. It's a good practice to be in. Sure, yeah. So if you haven't already, and this is you're hearing this for the first time uh, by chance, uh, please do. Please head on over. Lots of uh, goodies out there for those who are willing to, uh, you know, dig into their bag of goodies <laughs> in exchange for other something like that. I don't know, but just we're very thankful to everyone who does it. Absolutely. We're thankful for all the support. All season long, here we are, uh, coming up with the All-Star break, and uh, I'll bet you didn't think we were going to do it every week. Yeah, we've done it every goddamn week. We haven't missed a one, yeah. which is, uh, uh, considering the way we opened this show, something of a miracle. <laughs> really? Uh, speaking of miracle, we're going to talk about the miracle of what is going to happen to the Toronto Blue Jays in the second half of this season. Uh, all that! And so much more on this edition of Birds All Day. of not being whiny piss babies we won't talk about how all is lost and how the Blue Jays lost three of four to the Chicago White Sox who are trash garbage total garbage they're bad Sale and Samarja are their starting pitching is very very good yeah um but just like the Blue Jays but in another way you can't have one thing be very good and another thing be very bad 
Yeah. The White Sox have terrific starting pitching, which so many of us seem to believe is like the single largest <laughs> and most important factor to being a good team. The White Sox, the Indians, there are lots of teams that can pitch and can't hit and are shit because of it. The yep. Blue Jays, of course, are the other side of that. So between Samarja and Sale and Jose Quintana, who pitched pretty well. He did. Um, Made everybody want the Jays to go trade for him, too. As they should. He's great. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's got a nice, creep a nice contract. Creep, <laughs> creep can roll. Uh, but it's... They, so they didn't really score a lot of runs, but they also managed to hold down that pathetic White Sox offense, which is going to maybe make some of us, myself included, believe R.A. Dickey is capable of things he's not quite, not truly capable <laughs> of. Yeah. But... Uh, strikeouts, you're saying? Yeah. They pitched pretty well. They pitched pretty well in Chicago. They beat a, they beat a, you know, against a bad, a bad offense, a yeah. poorly managed, might I add, bad <laughs> offense. Uh, but the the yeah. fact of the matter is, they need to improve the pitching. They just, they just Absolutely. do. They need to add yeah, a starting course. pitcher. We've said this before. We're going to say it again until it happens. Yep. And then we're going to complain about who they got and what they gave up. No, we're not going to complain <laughs> about what they gave up. I'm. At, this is where I am, and I don't think I. I think it's a because it's my thought i think it's very reasonable <laughs> sure if you look i look at any anybody basically anybody if i if i'm if if ruben amaro jr general manager of the philadelphia phillies is on the phone with alex anthopoulos i say here's a list you're going to notice that marcus stroman's name isn't on it you pick three any other names three of them they're yours and then acting under the assumption that that Ruben Amaro Jr. is going to fuck it up, right? But I'm 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 at that point, and I mean that that, that list can have Aaron Sanchez's name on it. That list is going to have Dan Norris' Dan name Norris, on it. Jeff that Hoffman. Name, that name's going to have Jeff Hoffman's name on it. That that list is going to have what's that other the the Hutchinson's name on it? Sure. Uh, and, Do you think anyone's going to take anyone but Sanchez, Norris, and Hoffman off that list? Maybe they'll take Pentecost. Perhaps. Is, Pentec- Asuna, is Roberto Osuna on that list? Uh, <laughs> He's kind of important right now. Uh, no, because that's just going to make the, the current team worse. worse in a way that I can't I can't deal with. Yeah, but fair enough. Any any of the other ones? Anyone anyone but Strowman? Basically, I'm good with. Don't just don't trade him. Just don't trade Marcus Strowman. Yeah, you can't do that. They won't. They can't. His value is pretty low and relative because he's because he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah. He's Not also hard. yeah no. He's not a prospect. That's the thing I think with Stroman. Yeah. Yeah, no. Obviously, that will never happen. They won't do that. If they did, then we could complain, I think. I think he would be justified in mm-hmm. allowing us to complain. Yeah. But uh, but that's where I am. They need to improve. And if it's going to take, I don't know. An All three payment. of those guys for Cole Hamels? Yeah, because you get three years of Cole Hamels. All right. Three years of Cole Hamels. That's seven, like, what is it? 75 million bucks? You wait and see what some fucking goof like... Uh, Jesus... Uh, like Cueto's going to get. Yeah. Wait wait and see what Giovanni Gallardo's going to get. No, this is fair. Three years of Hamels is going to look like a treat. Hamels has got a rubber arm, right? And he's going to look always... like a treat that costs you Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, Morris but I mean, Sanchez. fuck it. That's a lot. Is it? It's kind of a lot. Is it? Two of those guys and then maybe a B-list guy. That's what I... It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Do I have to say it? Go for it. Flags fly forever, son. They do. They sure do. And and Hamels is not a rental. Yeah. And may, still, okay, then maybe still a shitload, but then whatever. maybe you take some other. Maybe you take some money. Maybe you take the. I mean, he- he- taking money. Yeah. 
Like but somebody they, else. You're aware of who the Toronto Blue Jays are? Yeah, fuck, take Ryan Howard. I don't give a shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. All Just right. throw all the money at it. Okay, I didn't know that's how we were operating. Yeah. Well, I don't care anymore. I've, <laughs> I've, I've just, I'm, I'm improvising. I'm on, on the go. Yeah. On the go. We're taking on money and, and Cole Hamels. Well, what I will say to this is that, I mean, I think you, I, I think that that's a very high price you're willing to, uh, I'll, you know, pay for Cole Hamels. Um, but I think we, and myself included, I'm obviously balking at that a little bit. Do you have to get ready for the notion that it is going to cost a shit ton to get these guys because there are other teams out there with other things to offer that you know are going to be out there trying to get these players and keep them away from the Blue Jays and there a lot of the times they're going to be teams like the Red Sox are coming back into it the Yankees are getting healthy and doing well they're going to be looking for stuff uh, they're teams that don't care as much about their prospects don't need their prospects as much going forward because, Red Sox are lousy with prospects yeah absolutely and these are teams that can paper over holes in their roster with money the way, in a way that the Jays can't so what the Jays have to get up give up to beat those guys it's going to hurt them more than it's going to hurt those other teams so it's it's going to be it's going to be tough I think uh, except that you're going to be getting back someone tremendous very very good that's, that's kind of the point and very good this, it's weird. There's a lot of people, or maybe it's just the same few people I see over and over again. But you hear a lot of talk about, you know, I've started already to hear, you know, don't don't even make a big move. Just sit on it. Sit on the prospects. Wait for next year. And it's like, you, come on. Come on. Come on. You, you, the, the, the crazy the, thing about this is not only come on, but you know a goof like Amaro Jr., if you take Stroman off the list, he's done. He hangs up the phone. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's going to be a lot of that, especially, as you said, when there's other people in there. Like, all these teams, if it's the Red Sox, if someone says, okay, it's going to cost you Mookie Betts, the Red Sox are going to the Red Sox are going to say no, and the other people are going to walk away. The Phillies are going to walk away. If you're the Rangers, and they say, we want, you know, Joey Gallo, or we want, what's his name, Nomar Mazzara, or some of these other guys they've got getting real close to the big leagues, if you, they say no to that, they're going to hang up on them, too. Yeah. Someone's going to pay. Someone's going to pay. Hopefully it's the Jays. I don't think they can use this, you know, well, we didn't line up on value thing again. I mean, I think it's just so much more important this year than it has ever been mm-hmm. that they that they go out and do something. Except it's easy to say that now. We kind of, you know, who knows what will... they got to they gotta win some games. They should win some games. They should win some games. But the division is bad enough. I think so. The division yeah. is bad enough, and I think they're in a better position to add than any of the other teams in the division. They have some pretty clear spots, but... But just oh, okay, between be... the Red Sox, the Red Sox, I think, are too bad to start giving up guys other than a, other than a handle. So I don't, the Red Sox don't give a shit about about, about rentals. No, I don't no. think they're in the rental market. No. That, I they don't think that's be. really the way they operate anymore. And either I think that Harrington, Charrington, Charrington, uh, he's moved away from that. I think in a way, but but uh, the or, the Yankees have nothing really. They what's it, Luis Severino, and yeah, uh, they have the ability to take money back. They'll happily take money. Yeah, back. they'll they will kind of how they will hold they a do. ceremony center field and shoot Ryan Howard into the sun in front of a sold out stadium if it means getting Cole Hamels. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, maybe Hamels is the big one. I don't think Cueto is another one people want. Cueto is Cueto is a true rental, of course. Yeah, but that price is going to be sky high. It's going to be big. Yeah, there's going to be a big price for Cueto because he's really, really good. Did you see the thing he did the other night? He, so he's no. I, 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 more than once on this podcast show, however you want to describe it, 
I've mentioned how I really like Cueto's ability to age because he's really funky and he like screws with his timing and he throws a lot of goofy pitches and he's just kind of he's got a bit of like a Bartolo Colon like almost like crafty but he's crafty ahead of his time because he's only like 29 or whatever right yeah but he did something where he because he has a big turn where he turns his back to the plate and he turned his back to the plate and he did this like double shoulder dip as he was <laughs> sitting there with his back to the plate it was the craziest thing in the world Johnny Cueto's amazing yeah, uh, he's also he's a bad person, I think as well. There's Is a, that true? I think there's a good chance he's a bad person. Uh, but didn't he uh, kick Mike Matheny in the head, or that was somebody else? I, I don't know. I anyway, don't, I don't want to know. I don't no, know I don't, I don't no, not right now. La 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 la. You're plugged. Yeah, totally. Uh, what about the next tier down? Okay, if we're not talking about aces, so there are other guys that Samarja. Samarja's not really an ace, but he except he's facing the Blue well, Jays. Apparently, no Samarja. Done. Do it. Get get somebody. Go get somebody. So <laughs> yeah. remember that Samarja. The A's gave up Addison Russell, who's like uh, top. <laughs> he was like a top five, like top five pros- prospect, prospect in baseball. shortstop, like in all the baseball consensus. Like I think it was, you know, I think it was like someone having had him at five, and other places had him at like two and three. Yeah, yeah. like he was a huge prospect. But he, uh, that trade is easy to forget. Was not a right. rent, a Samarja rental. It was right. a year and a half of yeah. Samarja and Hamill and Jason a half Hamill. a year of Jason Hamill. Yeah. So that's not nothing. Uh, He's pitching really well. Giovanni Gallardo's pitching really well. A guy, again, we've mentioned who maybe trading... Was that of the pitch boxing? Maybe trading Gallardo gets the Rangers, the kids, yeah. to get Hamels without giving up many of their own homegrown guys that they're into. Yeah, very uh, possible. The Padres are on the cusp of looking like a seller. Yeah, Ken Rosenthal wrote about the Jays looking at Kimbrel and then maybe looking at some of their... You know, as one of their starters as well. I mean, Shields I don't think is going anywhere, but no. Ross and Kashner are guys that... Uh, Obviously, the Jays would have interest in, and obviously, Kashner's would... been bad this year, though. Yeah. Well, I know, and I think this is not really the time to like be taking flyers on guys. I think you kind of, you're kind of not like, oh, this guy's a project. This guy mm-hmm. should be worth way more in the future than than he's looked so far this year. It's like, no, we need a rental. We need a guy who's going to give you mm-hmm. two, three great months at the end of this season. But Tyson Ross, uh, Chandler, uh, uh, Kashner. Uh, Kimbrel would be nice. Oh my God, would Kimbrel ever yeah, be nice? Yeah, he would look terrific. But Craig yeah. Kimbrel will cost you an arm and two legs. Yeah, like he's like it's a like he's cheaper than Papelbon, basically. I think it's like I think he makes nine, nine, oh, 12, and thirteen or something like you're that. You're not for getting the next him for years. half of what? no. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, yeah, well, no. remember the he's Padres amazing. had to give up what? They gave up Witzler, I think. They gave up a couple big prospects yeah. to get him, and they had to take on. Melvin Upton, yeah, which right. is like the the deadest of all dead money. <laughs> yeah, like that's Ryan Howard shit right there. Yeah, uh, so Kimbrel will cost as much as a reliever could ever hope to cost, and I and I really think that a starter. I mean, Kimbrel is as good of relievers you're going to find, but yeah, I think starter is still a definitely the priority here. Definitely the priority here, but uh, how about this? Mm-hmm. Maybe you say uh, screw it, and you say we don't want we don't not interested in Craig Kimbrell, uh, AJ Preller, GM of the Padres. We're not interested in uh, Andrew Kashner. Maybe you want to give us Justin Upton. <laughs> okay, do it. All do right, it. yeah, sure. You just want to hit everything. I want to hit everything. I want to hit okay with that. Everything, everything. Yeah. Will never was saying this on the radio. It's basically what they did in '93. 
A little bit, yeah. They were like, eh, Ricky Henderson. Best we could do is get an offensive player? Then sure. I think it's kind of, you know, you see it a bit in what they did over the winter. It's like, oh, we can get Josh Donaldson? Well, we kind of already have a third. Ah, whatever. Okay. He's really fucking good. This conversation's over. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure before you change your mind? It's like, oh, we can actually get Russell Martin to sign here? Well, we have a... Oh, fuck it. We gotta get, we gotta get this guy because that still makes us better no matter how we do it, on what side of the ball we do it, and... and Maybe not being so beholden to positions is what you're saying. Which you I think you makes... can send Michael Saunders right back the other way. Yeah, good luck with that. Hey, at least Michael Saunders, where is he right now? Not in single A, like <laughs> Jay Happ, who was sent down to single A today. Just a just a roster move. Just to though. sit. He's yeah. just gonna. He probably won't even go. Where they say Bakersfield. I don't think he's going to Northern California. I he's doubt just it. gonna chill. But uh, he definitely is in the minors. I guess he has a big league deal, so it doesn't really matter. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah the contract. But uh, uh, it's crazy that Jay Happ is in single A. Yeah, Even yeah. if it's just like a window dressing thing. it's still gotta, You got to get Montero up somehow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, left field would be would be, it would be nice to have an actual outfielder out there. It who, would. Who yeah. is alive. Yeah. Because uh, God bless Chris Colabello. He's a nice hitter. He has a nice, he can hit. Maybe you can get a reliever for him. You you really? I don't know. This is what we're doing now. I don't know. Who's dumb enough to do that? He's had a nice year, that Chris Colabello. Maybe you throw him in. That's like one of these. You help me, I help you. Kind of trades. Not looking for not looking for teams that are trying to punt, but looking for somebody who needs a bat. Yeah. You think Cleveland doesn't want Chris Colabello? For who? I don't know. They uh, their pitchers are also young. Yeah, no, not anyone good. Not anyone good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just some scrub in the bullpen who can be better than our bullpen. Mark Sipchinski. There you go. Sold. I'm in. <laughs> I don't know. So there, the possibilities are many. I think. Um, I feel I feel yeah. bad for Chris Colabello in that he has forced to do things that he should not be. This forced is to true. Do. He like, looks... throw it, like attempting to throw guys out at the plate. Oh man, field. that poor! Yeah. It was hit right at him. <laughs> it was Andy La... or Adam Laroche running like the slowest old corn-fed mule. <laughs> no hope, no hope of throwing him out. But yeah. uh, it's you can't begrudge. I whatever. Sorry, I mean it sucks that he's out there. But he's out there. Oh, he's been hitting. He's hit well. It's better he's than continuing letting... to hit well, despite you know coming back to earth a bit. Yeah, no, he's 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 a, a, he's a serviceable major league player. Yeah, this is a nice pickup. Yeah, not unlike I don't know, he could be someone's Danny Valencia. Maybe we can get Eric Kratz and and Liam Hendricks for him. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, we're watching the Marlins here. You and I watching Jose Fernandez destroy the Reds. Uh, the Reds, of course, we talked about uh, Johnny Cueto. Yeah. People, again, people love to be like, get Cueto and Chapman. Which, they, they do love doing that, yeah. Which is easy to say. Uh, the Marlins, though. Matt Latos. Go Matt, for it. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm very into Matt Latos. Alex Anthopoulos uh, has professed his admiration or acted in, in, in the admiration of Matt Latos in the past by coming very close to acquiring him when... The Reds got him a couple of years ago from the Padres. He's not quite the same guy. No. But he's come back. He's been throwing hard at times this year when he's been coming off the DL. But uh, it's just, uh, the, I, the point really is, I'm trying to think who even the fuck is in the Jays rotation at this point. Who's the... Estrada? It's Felix Dubrant right now. Marco yeah, Estrada. Roll with that. Roll with Felix Dubrant. Estrada's he, been... Chris Colabello, okay. the pitcher. That's yeah, Felix basically that's what, you're, that's what you're dealing with here. 
Well, this is the question that we started to. We and, sort you know, of... and Estrada is a guy who maybe has, you know, can, I mean, he's a free agent too, so I guess nobody, you know, that would have to be a deal where somebody uh, good wants. You think he's going to turn more. down the qualifying offer at the end of the year? I think he might. I think he might. <laughs> Marco Estrada. Uh, uh, but no, I don't know. There's pe- like, you know, because pieces have to go the other way, pieces, pieces have to come out of this rotation. Okay, well, who comes out? That is an interesting question. Burley certainly doesn't, Dickie doesn't. Dickey probably doesn't just because of the contract, and he's pitched better lately. Hutchison, I wrote about, you know, I don't, I doubt that he does, but there's definitely value there. There's definitely like, you know, it maybe, I don't know, maybe this is a pipe dream because there's a lot that's been wrong with Aaron Sanchez, or sorry, with Drew Hutchison this year, uh, and the, you know, the it, there's been luck, but there's also been he's been fucking bad. Uh, He's going into arbitration for the first time, so it's not even like he's that cheap going forward. But maybe you could sell him a little bit on, you know, if you're the Cincinnati Reds, for example. I don't know about Equato, you know, putting him in a Equato package, but the Cincinnati Reds, there you got a pitcher for three years that you're getting back. Uh, and then there, the, if you're the Jays, you're not giving up a guy for six years who has the potential in like Sanchez or Hoffman or Norris for being more than what Drew Hutchison is, which right now kind of makes the question moot, I suppose, because he's been kind of dog shit. Um, he has been kind of dog shit. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know, but but that's a guy maybe... I don't think that I don't think he leaves the rotation unless they trade him, and I don't think it's that likely that they mm-hmm. trade him. Uh, so DeBrant obviously would lose his job, and, and maybe Estrada, but that just seems so backwards a little bit. You know, Estrada's been, been fine. What if, you, what if you take those two put them together? Like a like a Dupont, like, Dupont and Estrada. Piggyback him, yeah. You got to keep I'm not, an extra guy on the roster now, but you could do worse. You could do worse. You're not carrying three catchers anymore. Thank God. Yeah, that's true. Unless you trade Navarro, which, well, then I guess you don't carry three catchers either. But then you're carrying Josh Tolley, which also sucks. But that's it's another story. Yeah, I don't know. I get. I I, I kind of. I kind of roll my eyes at those suggestions most times just because it's, you know, it's taking up an extra roster spot and should be able to have a guy who can actually, you know, do the job himself. But, and Estrada has been okay so far as a yeah. fifth starter. Uh, a he, lot of people will he say, can help you, you I want to see, too. I want to see Dickie out of there. Yeah, he can help you. And Sanchez. Okay, Dickie's going nowhere. I know. Dickie's going nowhere because the Dickie you see now doesn't have any value as a reliever, in my opinion. True. Because he doesn't strike anybody out, and it can all go away and come back in a moment's notice. Some, you know, it seems like the last few innings he's been has a bad first inning, and then he's still there in the sixth. You know, two on the sixth. That's well. That's bullet. kind of his, what his value has become at this point. Yeah. Well, his, at least so he's like innings, Tim yeah. Wakefield at the end of his career. Yeah. When they said, "I don't care how bad you are, just give us innings." Yeah. Dickie's that guy, but like Wakefield at the end. You can't you can't use him as like a magical secret weapon out of the bullpen. Like, come give us three innings, because God only knows what it'll be. Yeah, no, that's true. You're, and you're, then you only have one catcher who can catch him. He has to be in you know in the game at that point, or you have to figure that out. I don't care about that at that point. If you're going to Dickie, it's not because it's like, well, we're, it's a close game. I suppose that's but, true. Well, he's pitched better lately. He has. As he well. really truly has. You know, if he, yeah, it's it's easy to forget. Um, it's easy to because it still it still doesn't look great and it's you know to, uh, today here on uh, Thursday was was pretty good actually really yeah. um, all things considered it's just uh, yeah I don't know he gave <laughs> up one home run he gave up a home run to Melky Cabrera of all people yeah uh, 
But that was all. It, I mean, it just was the timing was bad. He pitched well against the worst offense in the, probably in the American League. That's also a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, who cares? It's not like that. It's not like he's. It's not like that matters. Right. Yeah. Like that. I, I don't. I don't. Ari Dickey's the only person Ari Dickey needs to be better than is Ari Dickey. Like he's fighting himself. Basically. So yeah. like good hitters and bad hitters alike can handle weird tumbling knuckleballs that roll up to the plate, as opposed to being like the difference between guys who hit Dickey hard and don't hit hit Dickey hard. It's yeah. the knuckleball makes that distinction for you. It's true. But so this is the thing. So Dickey's not going anywhere. Burley's not going anywhere. You wouldn't mind keeping Estrada in the rotation. You wouldn't mind keeping Sanchez in the rotation when once he gets back. That's four. So then are you down to choosing between Hutchison and Dubron? Maybe maybe you trade Hutchison. Maybe some do you think somebody sees any value in that? In Hutchison? Yeah. Yeah. I like, think they there's do. something there. But... Someone would definitely take a flyer on that. Yeah, but I don't, do I don't know if they would. I don't know if it would get you back en- enough to justify trading him. That's probably the thing. Sanchez is still a starter because I'm now wary of screwing him up. Because in the same day, I think Jabba Chamberlain and Naftali Feliz both were DFA'd. <laughs> right. Two guys who have nothing to do with Aaron Sanchez. All, all things right. being equal. Other than the fact that they were supposed to be starters and they were relievers and they got dicked back and forth, which may or may not have contributed to their injuries or their ineffectiveness. I think the, the Tigers ruined Job Chamberlain last year. They ran him into the ground. They did a little bit, yeah. Uh, but Feliz, Feliz is kind of like Sanchez. Like he yeah. can light up the radar gun, and he's, but he sometimes doesn't know where it's going and... I don't know. Let let him start. I'm still on very much in favor of letting him start until he goes out of his way to prove that he can't. Well, then you don't have a lot of spots to move guys around. Then you move DeBron to the bullpen. Yeah, no, DeBron in the bullpen. And then, and then and you, st- and you do DeBron too, first, but... and then when when they finally decide that they trust Dan Norris enough to let him pitch in the major leagues, you bring which him that, up. Which that time seems to be coming as well, though I I still think that he's a guy they're going to look to trade. I don't think that they have any compunction with trading him whatsoever. Yeah, he, he would be up if he if 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 he was ready, he would be up. Yeah, and he's not. And I think that yeah. they're, I think that he's going to really have to prove in Buffalo that he is ready to pitch the big leagues, because I don't. There's no sense in rushing him, and they don't seem to have any interest in doing it. It because, is. It's interesting. It's. I mean, it's kind of a different way that they looked at it. That with, uh, you know, they talk about Sanchez unlocking something last year, but. You know, he got to the big leagues pretty quickly out of Buffalo, and now you're seeing Norris stay there for a long time. I don't know what it says. Well, everyone was talking about the Stroman thing. Like Stroman comes up, gets knocked or hit around a little bit, and then they move him down, and then they say you'll be back up and you're going to stay, and that's what happened with Stroman. Right. But it was qu- it was a quick stop off in Buffalo. That has that's not what this has yeah. become something else. Well, I guess because they've not seen what, what they want to see in terms of believing that he's going to be able to stay. Not 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 that Felix Dubron is bad, but the fact that they had to go through all the roster machinations to purchase him and take somebody else off the 40-man, that says a lot in terms of where they think Norris is or needs to be before they're going to bring him up. Yeah, I think so. And I think that, which is why he's the guy every time, you know, People start speculating about what it's going to take to trade for somebody. You know, that's that's the guy I think they would look to trade. You know, the high value guy that they would look to trade most. I don't think Stroman off the table. Sanchez, I highly doubt it. I think that he's going to be important to them this year. I think he's going to be too important to them this year. Uh, Hoffman, I just I want to believe the hype, even though I'm looking at some of the results and it's taken him. You know, it's taken him some time. He's coming back from Tommy John. Who knows what they necessarily have there? But 
you heard so much good about what he could be that to trade him now seems kind of ridiculous. You know, you want to you want to believe that there's still more in there that we're going to see. Uh, and then you have Norris, who is this guy? And, you know, found money is maybe a stretch because a they paid a bunch for him as a prospect or as a you know in the draft uh, as sort of a, I think what was he a sandwich round guy or a second round guy that was that they paid a really big bonus to that was sort of disproportionate to what the slot uh, mm-hmm. suggestion was at that point. Uh, and it took him a while to sort of rework his mechanics, and he still has those sort of the weird you know the weird delivery that he has and 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 has trouble repeating it. And has trouble, you know, uh, you know, he was nibbling a bunch and was walking guys. And as, as much as rocketing through the system last year was good, some of the things you saw this year maybe don't bode so well for him and maybe make him the kind of guy that they're like, uh, we're not sold on this guy. If somebody else is really sold on him enough to, to give us something that we really do want, then that's a trade we can make as opposed to someone who they really believe in a little bit more. I think you just do what Marcus Stroman did and just like decide he needs to know he needs to throw a two seamer and then just kind of just do it. Like I should figure out how to throw this pitch and then have it be just insane. Why doesn't everybody just if do that? If they could do that, then that's fine. If they could do it all, if they could bring up kids and be be as good as as they would be buying rentals on the trade market, sure do it. But I don't think you can. I don't think I don't think you just plug Norris and Matt Boyd and Miguel Castro back in and and Get where you need to be this year. Oh yeah, Matt Boyd, I remember that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Castro, they like he's could he's be still a thing. The, he's still in the plans, apparently. Yeah, no replacing throwing a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, except, <laughs> except when everybody knows what's coming, they could still hit it when you're a big league hitter because yeah. you're really fucking good. Um, back to the Marlins real quick. Uh, Luis, we talked about Latos, Steve Cichek. Sure. Marlon's erstwhile closer who's lost his job to AJ Ramos. Uh I'd take that. Yeah, for I'd ta- sure. I'd take C check on his own. Yeah, it doesn't don't need to throw Latos in there. I take I want Latos, of course. I want Latos. I really think he's awesome. I'm very okay with Even that. Though he's Latos. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he's the worst and he has a real like propensity to be terrible. But that's uh, true too. But 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 it wouldn't cost you that much, I don't think. It's not going to cost you those guys you're going to ask for, uh, give up for Cole Hamels. Yeah, be careful to deal with the Marlins, though. They don't fuck around. Uh, yeah, I read this John Morosi thing about that. They really won that, uh, Dear the God. present value of that of that trade a couple years ago. You see some of the Astros cheerleaders, I mean beat writers, talking, going on about the <laughs> the Jared Cosart trade, because Cosart got sent down by the Marlins. Right. Meanwhile, Jake Mersnick is basically running around. He's, he's a little bit above replacement level. Yeah, you know, he is, because yeah. he's a good defensive outfielder. Yeah. And they've got uh, what's his name? Get a brain Moran, who uh, <laughs> has never been anything. The Marlins, everyone was shocked when the Marlins picked him, and uh, somebody else in that trade. So, so the Astros are crowing about their return on the on, on the on the that the one trade, the Cozart deal. Yeah, yeah, that also somehow the Marlins are supposed to be crowing about. So they they won and yet lost and then won again. Is it? Morosi go to Yale or Harvard? I can't remember which. He went to Harvard. Oh right, right. I knew that. Uh, it's weird. So we're, what we've been talking about now is not the team itself, which is out there. I mean, they're just it's a baseball team. They they didn't hit in Chicago because the pitching was good, and other than Josh Johnson hitting yeah. a home run almost every day, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it, it's just it is what it is. They they need to get better. So that's kind of why we've spent this whole time roster baiting. Yeah. Instead of I don't know what else would we do. Uh, can't talk about what the hell has been going on in the field. 
It's baseball, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to... I had this... I wrote it down in small letters. I wrote the, the Reyes thing. Yeah. Do we, have well, time? Do we have time for that? If you want, I guess. Not really. There's nothing, we've been over this. We've been over... Yeah. There's, it was, my, my there's thing, more good than bad that you get from Reyes, and sometimes you get bad, and sometimes it hits you in the fucking face, and it sucks. My thing with, with the Reyes... Uh, the Reyes error... That large, you know, the looming Reyes error was like, that could happen to anybody, frankly. Yeah. It's not while you bring a defensive replacement in to make sure those routine ground balls get scooped up. But at the same time, man. (laughs) It does happen to him a lot. fucking annoying was that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. But then he had a good game the next night. I don't know. He had an error error. that didn't didn't end up costing them the other day. You know, and then there was a bunch of... I There's a bunch of stuff that happened after that error. It's not really just on him, and the errors do happen. But I think the thing that it does suck. And, and but what what drives me nuts? Sorry, sorry to cut no. you off, but like I don't know. Like, yeah, playing Ryan Goins as a defensive replacement there would have made a lot of sense. But you know, it's funny that people sort of lob these fucking grenades from their couch about it and on Twitter, and they're just so upset about things like this and. You know, John Gibbons, it's like, it's his job on the line. So mm-hmm. he is invested in this. He's not just, like, sitting with his thumb up his ass, like, oh, yeah, I guess I could have done that. Like, there's some consideration that's going into it. And and obviously there's a political element of this, This all this Reyes stuff. You know, the fact that he hasn't switched positions ever. The fact that he doesn't get removed from more games. He doesn't take more days off. You know, they've talked about that. They've mm-hmm. been open about how he's a proud guy. He wants to be a shortstop. He wants to play every day. And how they kind of, yeah, and, and how they don't want to get in the way of that and don't want to cause tension there where it doesn't necessarily need to be caused. And they obviously think that the good outweighs the bad and that it's not worth creating something out of nothing that's going to, you know, divide the room or get people upset at other people or, you know, make the make the manager's job more difficult. And I can't fucking blame them for it. I know that it looks weird sometimes, but that's you got to manage the people, too. How many shortstops in the American League do you think are better than Jose Reyes right now? Total package. <laughs> well, American Total League, package. American League shortstops are generally garbage. Because they're all garbage. All yeah. shortstops are so bad right now. <laughs> right? Like, you got a guy like Andrelton Simmons who can catch everything. He's like the most fun player to watch. He can't hit at all. Yep. He couldn't hit and the Braves made him worse. <laughs> because they were like, we see you like to hit, the, hit home runs. You got to stop trying to do that and be a better hitter. And he's like, I'm just going to be terrible instead. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Right now... Uh, shortstops with 100 plate appearances, there are six in the American League that have a higher wins above replacement. So you can, if you would choose to spit on the defensive metrics, you know, that's your prerogative. Yeah. I would say that, yes, Xander Bogarts is better than Jose Reyes. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that Alcides Escobar is probably better than Jose Reyes. He's a little bit of a better hitter. Um, I think they were close last year, too. I think yeah. Look at the leaderboard. Uh, Brad Miller is the guy that no one ever wants to believe is anywhere near as good as he is, but I, I don't know. Yeah, he's better. Jose Iglesias is probably a better. He's not as good a hitter as he is right now, but he's a significantly better yeah. defensive shortstop. Uh, he's like what people think Ryan Goins is, even though he's Ryan Goins is not that. Jose Iglesias is exactly what people think Ryan Goins is. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Correa, uh, I think it's safe to say <laughs> that he's better than Jose Reyes. Yeah, I think, I so. think it's safe to say he's better than. Every other shortstop in the American League, and I didn't want to say that. I was very Zander, much like Xander's pretty good. Carlos Correa is ridiculous. <laughs> he is yeah ridiculous. 
Uh, Eric Ibar is not better than Jose Reyes, but he's also not worse. Uh, and then there's this it's other almost like on the list. drafting and developing really good shortstops is maybe a good idea. Or sometimes it is, and then you forget how quickly they get bad. And That's so you, you give them a seven-year, $100 million contract extension on top of the three-year <laughs> contract extension you already gave them. And then they become so unbelievably bad that it is to laugh at how bad Elvis Andrews is. This is true. He is so fucking bad, it is delightful. I do like the, I do like the Rangers being terrible. They're so bad. It's wonderful. Carlos Correa is so good. It yeah. makes me want to die. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Like there aren't many guys who are better than Jose Reyes. You, you you could sit here and you can you can whine about it, and we can talk about the plays that he didn't make, which are booming large, yeah, and incredibly frustrating to watch. If anything, that's that's the danger of errors, and that's the danger of the way that we watch the game. That Jose Reyes makes just it's just a brain fart. Like the ball goes under his glove. It's yeah. so easy to see it and be like, he's bad at shortstop. As opposed to, if he's out there rolling around in the fucking office chair, not getting anything, <laughs> it's just like, well, the pitcher sucks because he gives up all these hits. There's a little bit of that to Reyes, too. I mean, the range isn't great, either. Nothing about him defensively is great. I'm not saying that there is. Right. But, but the fact that he made an error on a ball that, like, if, even if he threw it away, it would be better <laughs> than having the ball go right yeah. through it. Oh, yeah. Right through the fucking wickets. It's terrible. It has created problems that don't need to be created. That's about it. We've gone on way too long. We have. We have gone on way. I didn't even get to do my parting shot. You had a parting shot. Not really. I'm just... It's a best before. It's a sale date. Sell by date. It's not a poison after date. Okay. I'm basically just like, just subtweeting my, or or like talking about my wife when she's not here. (laughs) Throwing out perfectly good food. It's just because the fucking best before date is today doesn't mean it turns into poison at sunup. That's true. You're right. Your nose knows if food is bad. Like when you open your fridge door, something's bad in there. Yeah, I don't. Need, that is true. Right I now, don't yeah. need to look at the best before date on yeah. that to know that I shouldn't eat it. My my friend Adam has a, a cavalier attitude about such things, which is, uh, what's the worst that's gonna happen? You're gonna get the shits. <laughs> My so he just go, he just goes for it. But if it's like bread or cheese, I think it's important to remember the most foods <laughs> don't have a central nervous system yeah. or a circulatory system that will that will tr- send the disease laden bacteria through the entire entirety of the block of cheese or loaf of bread. That is true. You can just throw the moldy parts away and you're good to go. <laughs> you're good. Agreed. That's it. That's all I have to Once say. the mold starts, I usually throw the whole thing away. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, mold is a relative term. Well, is it? A couple of white, a little sprinkling of white on like one end of the <laughs> loaf of bread. The other end looks good. It doesn't stink or anything. I'm cool with that. In desperate times. Right, of course. But they're all desperate times. Expired. It's not expired. It's not expired. Anyway. That's it for this edition of the Birds All Day Podcast. Thank you for uh, indulging us. As although obviously we are the indulgent ones <laughs> in the equation here. Uh, once again, iTunes, rate and review and subscribe. Hit us up on Patreon. Uh, again, if you have the people, more, more people respond to the email. We have a date. We got a thing going on here. Yeah, I'm, being, I'm, I'm the worst. You are bad at email. Yeah, I don't. It, it, yeah, we'll figure it out. You can email me, Drew at ghostrunnerfirst.com. 
We'll do, we're, we're, if you're we're trying fine. to cut out the middleman no, here, we're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. No, <laughs> okay, no, no. Nobody's fine. like repeatedly emailing me. Well, they wouldn't. Yeah, it would be useless. That, that would be awkward yeah. and we and useless. Yeah. But uh, but thank you again for everyone who does uh, who does contribute and and, uh, and support us through Patreon and, and through listening and sharing and uh, and jumping in the comments and and being a moaning piss baby. Without you, we would literally have nothing to talk about. That's true. So for Mr. Anderson, my name is Drew Carrick. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.